This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And a busy Monday it is. Okay, we got the Cullen Commission that is going getting underway on money laundering here in the city. We are, are get, we're getting a report from the, the BC Coroner's Office that the, the numbers of fatalities related to uh, overdose deaths are identical to 2016. Um Kind of good news, I guess, staving off some of, of of the growth in that area, but still three people a day dying from drug overdose is not great. We're going to be talking homelessness coming up as the Vancouver City Councilors are, are trying to declare a state of emergency to try and fix the crisis in this province with regard to homelessness. And piled on top of all of that, how about COVID-19? Yes, today uh, we learned of yet another case of COVID-19 or novel coronavirus, the seventh case. It is connected with the case identified as the number six, which was last week. Claire Allen is in studio with me to uh, to talk us through, because we were at our morning meeting today discussing like the local impacts. One thing to mm-hmm. watch the Dow dip a thousand points over fears, and it's affected Milan and South Korea right. and more, uh, Iran. We're hearing more yep. and more places. So what about what, what it's doing to our local community and economy. Right. So, I mean, you might have been on public transit and seen people wearing masks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you're right. In regards to our local economy, uh, COVID-19 and sort of the fears around the outbreak of COVID-19 have had a lot of impact on Metro Vancouver's Chinese restaurants. And actually, a lot of those restaurants have had to uh, temporarily shut down. Now, I spoke to Charlie Huang. He's the president of Canada Catering Association, which, Jody is a nonprofit group supporting the owners of Chinese restaurants. And he says, that the fears over this COVID-19 outbreak have negatively impacted businesses. We have over 1,000 restaurant members. The businesses are down 80%. Some of them, no business at all. That's why they choose close first. Maybe we are open, reopen, maybe not. So he's saying there's a lot of uncertainty and that business is down 80% at wow. a lot of Chinese restaurants. Um, and I know on the Linda Steele show, Eric Chapman had visited the Crystal Mall in Burnaby and he saw that there was, you know, nobody in the food court. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is a lot of uncertainty for these Chinese restaurants because they they don't even know, like, should we open today? Is there yeah. even a point? It's like the family style restaurants are, are a big issue in, in really the Chinese Canadian communities, like in Richmond and in downtown Vancouver, because mm-hmm. we had Ian Young from the South China Morning Post on. Yeah. And he was speaking to that, like he was at the Aberdeen food court out in Richmond that is usually packed. Yeah. Empty. Totally. Empty. Right. So I asked Charlie about how these closures have, you know, impacted the staff at these restaurants. Mm. And he said that owners have been forced to either cut back on hours for their staff or worse of all, they've had to lay off staff. And, you know, that reverberates through the community because a lot of these might be the sole income earner for the family. So they're seeing a lot of families struggling to make ends meet if they have their hours cut back or if they've been laid off. Brutal. So on Friday, Charlie Huang and other members of the uh, Canada Catering Association, they held a press conference asking for help from the municipal, provincial, and federal governments. I asked Charlie what kind of help his organization would like to see from those levels of government. We hope to... Help the, our member. Government give uh, property tax like a quarter or half year free, and also uh, deduct property tax, GST and the PST, uh, uh, business license free. 
give some relief. Yeah. So just to be clear, what he's saying is that he'd like to see um, Chinese eateries uh, um, offering sort of six uh, month tax exemptions on their municipal property tax, provincial sales tax, and federal goods and service taxes, which is the GST. Um, so, you know, he's also, that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot, rest, the restaurant industry is a very difficult industry that can be impacted by a lot of things. Like in the finance, during the financial crisis, you know, a lot of people didn't go out to eat, and I'm sure it affected restaurant owners' bottom line. So the China, the Canada Catering Association, which uh, oversees sort of Chinese eateries, they're asking for uh, exemptions on municipal property tax for six months, provincial sales tax, and GST as well. And they've also put forward some recommendations for restaurant owners, including you know improving hygiene practices, strengthening food delivery services, so like uh, Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, stuff like that, and offering 20% discounts as sort of an incentive to get people into the restaurants. Um, so in regards to what they would like to see, yeah. Premier John Horgan has said that it's you know unlikely that they will do this. Yeah. And he's just saying that he's encouraging people to get out there and support those businesses because that's the best way for them to recover right now. I remember in Toronto, I was living in, in Toronto and working actually in Scarborough, Ontario, which was ground zero for SARS. Mm-hmm. Like Scarborough General was literally up the street. It was unbelievably eerie during that time. Uh, I was working at Sportsnet and, and Jim Van Horn and I were, were there uh, in Scarborough. And when... The government was starting to say, please go back to restaurants. Yeah. We went out to oh, one God. of the family style Chinese restaurants in Scarborough. And I swear it was a restaurant that probably sat 400. Mm-hmm. We're the only two people in it. But we, that's when I started noticing the, the green chopsticks, right? That were in the center of the table. Because when you're eating family style, everybody uses their own chopsticks to dish out their their food. Yeah. And that was the thing that changed with SARS is now there was, these are the chopsticks that you use. Designated right? chopsticks. They don't go to, into anybody's mouth. Interesting. So that if somebody, you know, when you're yeah. all eating out of one hot pot, it can be you, more, it can be everybody sanitary. gets sick. Yeah. Right. But what it ended up coming down to, and I remember it so vividly because it wasn't just Chinese food restaurants, it was all of Toronto by the end of SARS, uh, prior to SARS Fest, that massive Rolling Stones concert. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally said, Free beer. Oh. Everywhere. Oh, I didn't every, know that. Yep. Anywhere, anyone, please come out, free beer. Like, is there something that the government might be able to do in support of? I understand not being able to say, okay, you get no GST, but your next door neighbor who isn't a Chinese restaurant yeah. doesn't, it still has to pay GST. I think that would be just a minefield for the, yeah. the government to, I mean, to navigate. I think it's interesting that the Canada Catering Association is asking for these exemptions, but I do not agree with them because, you know, as I mentioned, there have been other times where the entire restaurant industry has been impacted by global forces, whether it be... Mm-hmm economy or, you know, an outbreak of some sort. Like this stuff unfortunately happens. And I don't think that we can just shield one type one type of business from 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 that. No, but currently it is definitely this one Chinese Canadian community that is erring on the side of caution, as Ian Young from the South China Morning Post pointed out to me is we don't consume necessarily the same mm-hmm. um, news that might be coming from mainland China. Yes. And he, the way he explained it, it's the, the fear level is amped up of exponentially course. on WeChat than it is on CKNW because the Canadian government is managing this in a, in a way that is settling the right. nerves. And we've heard like, Health Minister Adrian Dix, our provincial health minister, has said, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there about mm-hmm. how this virus is spread. And it is, you know, ratcheting up the fears with the misinformation out there. So they're trying to put forward a campaign to educate people about how COVID-19 is spread. 